This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Monday, January 15th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. It's been three months since Journeyman Distillery completed the first phase of a $40 million project to transform a former windshield wiper factory in Valparaiso into a destination for fans of craft spirits and beer and foodies alike. In October, the distillery opened the Union Hall Restaurant and three event spaces on the 140,000-square-foot campus at the former Anco factory, and co-founder Bill Welter says the initial reaction from residents and visitors has been incredibly positive. Hopefully we'll, we'll bring some people to uh, Valparaiso that haven't been there before, and I know that's happening. Uh, we've had a lot of people that have come to see the project and and dine in the restaurant and have events and things like that, and they've never been to Valpo. But there are even more phases for the American factory in the works. Welter says they are beginning the planning phases for adding a steakhouse on the campus, as well as a karaoke bar that will have a pizza concept with it. When the weather starts to warm up, Journeyman will also add entertainment options with outdoor spaces that include a stage for live music. The United Steel Workers Union has filed grievances alleging Pittsburgh-based U.S. Steel violated its contract with the union when it entered into an agreement to be acquired by Nippon Steel Corporation last month. The union said the filing was made to enforce its right under the successorship clause of its basic labor agreement with U.S. Steel. In a letter to members posted Friday, the union said the steelmaker has violated its contract in, quote, a number of ways, and the successorship clause was negotiated to, quote, protect our contracts and members in precisely this situation. EdTech startups can bank $100,000 and participate in an accelerator program through a new partnership between Butler University, Global Venture Firm Generator, and TechPoint. The program, called the Butler Accelerator for Education and Workforce Innovation, powered by Generator, will award five companies with funding, workspace, networking, and mentorship. Melissa Beckwith, Butler's Vice President for Strategy and Innovation, said in a news release, she expects the accelerator will spur innovation in the education and workforce learning sector while also boosting Indiana's economy. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. A federal judge on Friday rejected a request to block an Indiana law establishing a so-called buffer zone around law enforcement during official duties, a measure that includes both the public and the press. IIB's Alex Brown has more. Under House Enrolled Act 1186, law enforcement officers were granted a 25-foot buffer zone from bystanders around police activity. This came over the objections of advocacy groups who warned it would infringe on public efforts to document police misconduct. Authors and supporters of the measure said it would keep law enforcement safer and those who violate an officer's order could be charged with a Class C misdemeanor. The American Civil Liberties Union of Indiana filed a lawsuit in August on behalf of South Bend's Donald Nicodemus, whose freedom 
freedom to film YouTube channel captures his interactions with the local police force, saying the law infringed on his constitutional rights. But U.S. District Court Judge Damon Lichty appeared not to sympathize with the ACLU's arguments and found the law constitutional. The ACLU, in a news release, said it planned to appeal the decision. A separate lawsuit filed by several media entities in Indiana's Southern District Court is ongoing. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business Radio. Bloomington Switchyard Brewing closed its taproom door Sunday after five years. Its closure marked the end of its tumultuous final years featuring layoffs, the cancellation of a community investment round, and uncertainty in its kitchen. Despite its recent woes, the company has tried to align itself with community causes over its tenure. In 2021, it announced tipping is optional because it raised prices to offer employees a stable livable wage. Switchyard also held charitable events for local not-for-profits, blood drives, and animal shelters. In a post Saturday morning, the bar restaurant told its patrons, nicknamed Switchyardigans, they could come in the next day for a final beer and pizza slice. Farmer members of Sarah Solutions will receive nearly $45 million this year in shared earnings. The Crawfordsville based Agriculture and Energy Cooperative announced this month. Sayers said it will redeem $33 million in patronage from the 2023 fiscal year and $11.5 million of equity earned in 2008 through 2013. The amount of patronage paid back to each farmer is based upon the volume of business they complete with the cooperative. For 2023, about 5.5% of member business is being paid back. The $44.5 million give back represents nearly 65% of the company's annual earnings. Coming off a record 2023 for economic development deals in Indiana, Secretary of Commerce David Rosenberg says the deal pipeline is robust for 2024. Last month, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation said the state secured nearly $29 million in new capital investment and nearly 22,000 job commitments. Rosenberg told Inside Indiana Business that the state is hopeful for an even bigger 2024. Rosenberg said while he's limited in what he can say, there could be news soon on those deals. David Starr, president and CEO of Fort Wayne Stewart Best, is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.